This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. to sell your stuff, how to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it, as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning. Live from the the laundry room, looking outside, seeing how much snow I have to take off the car before I go anywhere today. Um, a belated Merry Christmas, because we weren't on last week. Happy New Year. Uh, we've got a great show today. Um, Bogart's not, he's still on assignment. Um, we're going to be, um, and I want to thank all the, uh, I want to thank all the frontline workers. We'll talk about that more later on the show. We're going to be talking about radios today. We're going to be talking about uh, I need in, I need interesting items for our new TV show, buying sterling, and we're going to talk about the eighty twenty rule, and we're going to talk about how you have to get someone comes to your house on a house call where you should ask them for their uh, vaccination information on this. This is a call in show. You get to call in just about anything on antiques. You want to know what it's worth. You want to know what you can sell it for. You want to know how you can downsize. The phone number's here, and now this is where we get, this is a um, heavy maintenance show. I tell you a lot of things you have to do. When you get a piece of paper, when you get a pen, make sure the bows work, because you're going to get lots of information, and I'm going to give you the first piece of information I'm giving you is the call-in numbers. So if you want to know something or you want to talk to us, 416-360-0740, or... One, for the people out of town, one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. Now, we're going to have Rick on later on. We're going to have, uh, like I say, tons of information. But we're also, I want to tell people, we've moved. I don't know, I get calls all during the week. They want to come over and says, Paul, you're not here. Well, I am here, but I'm here in North York at 5 St. Regis Crescent North Unit. Four. That's one of those things you got to copy down. If I said it too fast, I want to slow it down right now. We are moved. I have 13,000 square feet. We are now partially open. We're not taking stuff in yet because um, this is the time of year where people start deciding what they're, if they're going to move, downsize, and we have to leave some space open and time open to help them. But we are, if you want to buy something, I'll always take your money. Um, but I'd rather you, if, if you want to downsize, yes, we'll take care of you. But if you're bringing in one or two, I'm just still have to wait till next week. On this thing here, on, um, we're at five St. Regis. We have 13,000 square feet. Uh, we have gold and silver. Anything, if it, if it can fit into an envelope, we'll deal with it this week. Or if you want to come and buy, we got some great stuff there. Last week, we actually had a big, a good week with some, uh, Nice information, uh, nice stuff that was uh, sold over the internet. Because right now, during this little, this extending blip in history, 
we did more online than we do in the store right now. And you can. We have an auction. I'm talking about that. We have a card and comic and collectible auction on high bid ending today, uh, later on about five or six hours from now on high bid. And it's, it's, you can look it up by going to 5 St. Regis Crescent North. It'll be right near the top of the page on high bid if you want to see some of what we do. We have a coin auction coming up, and we have a household auction coming up. But today is comics, cards, things for your kids, Pokemon. No, Pokemon was really run. Pokemon's in the next auction we're doing. And like I said, this is that time of year and uh, where you start making decisions, resolutions, decisions, changing stuff you didn't do that you did resolve to do last year and you didn't get done. Well, you can start all over again. Like, it means you're going to downsize. If you're going to sell, you want to move to a smaller house. If you want to move out of the city, you say, you know, or you want to move into the city. But some people, we see the trend, there's a lot of people, what they're doing is they are selling their big property here. I mean, they're one million, one and a half million. They're getting a lottery ticket. I can't believe, you know, why some more people aren't doing it. I mean, you have ties in the city, and then some of you say, where are you going to go? Well, if you go to the country, it's a lot cheaper. Like, I've got one property out in Brussels. It's not near Toronto. But you've got two stores and four apartments, and you can buy it for under $650,000. It generates $40,000 a year. So this is a nice investment as well. But you can actually live there. You can put your business there. If you don't have to be anywhere, if you're online like we are, you can move to this spot. And we have other people who are doing this. They're selling a property in Toronto for a million and a half and buying outside Toronto for 400000 500000 You've got a place maybe going up in beautiful Dunville. And we have um, another property maybe out in uh, um, Ajax. And we, and we have properties in the city. But Rick will be on about that in a minute. But I want to talk about if you're downsizing. I know it's tough. It is tough. And you make that decision. And we can help you stay on the path of this, what you've decided to do. We take all the stress out of it, which we'll talk about later, in that we take care of making or getting rid of your collection of what you've got because you're moving from your McMansion to a 600-square-foot condo where you don't have to mow the grass or shovel the snow. That should hit home day. I'm looking outside, and like I say, I'm live from the laundry room. I'm Paul Kenny. And I'm looking, Paul Kenny will be later on today. He'll be outside taking the snow off his car. But we know it's tough. And this is the time of year you say, you know, didn't do it last year. My house is $1.2 million. And you know, you spent time. Now, 30 years ago, you worked all week and you paid your mortgage, you paid your food, and you had $9 left over at the end of the week, which you saved. And... For people where you work to the job and you make $30,000, $40,000, dollars a year. And the idea, and you go out and buy lottery tickets. People go out and buy lottery tickets hoping they can win a million dollars. And they're sitting on it. I'm staying here in Toronto because all my grandkids are here. And But I know someday I'll probably move out of Toronto. But I'm staying here because of my grandkids. And But they're younger and they can come and visit me. If I go 20 miles outside of town or 50 miles, 
they can tell, they can tell me, and you know what's going to happen if they do that. I'll have advance warning because they'll say they're on their way and they'll be an hour away, and I get to get prepare for them. So they do wear you out. Okay, we're going to talk to Rick here for a minute. Um, we're going to go Rick. We have other calls after him. Our number here is four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. One eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. If you have anything you want to find out what it's worth, how to get rid of it, or just say Happy New Year, Paul. I'm going to take the call. Beck, how you doing? Good morning and Happy New Year to you, Paul. How, how's it going? How was your New Year? What were you doing bringing it in? Well, it's um, we're great. We just did. I slept. <laughs> I slept. I came to that age where I, 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 my wife woke me up at midnight because it was her birthday and Happy New Year. <laughs> so I was up for about 10 minutes and then went back to sleep because I didn't have to get up in the morning. I think I slept in until 12 o'clock yesterday, which was I, I, I think night. that's the case with many people. <laughs> yeah, no, but it was uh, like right now I'm looking outside knowing I have to shovel the snow. I'm not happy about that. But yeah. it was uh, Christmas was a little bit different because... So, you know, last Christmas, we kind of knew that the, the this blip in history was on us. And That's this right. Christmas, I was That's planning right. on spending with all the, the, you know, the grandkids and the kids. And mm-hmm. it came upon the two of them ended up having COVID. And, and uh, one had uh, strep throat. And, and uh, oh, dear. I, uh, I, I, all I did was go between. I was the person who went between all the places and dropped off and picked up the presents. And the the worst, I mean, it was it was a happy because everyone was safe, but I didn't mm-hmm. get to see one of my grandchildren open their present. Right, oh, that, that's a shame. So we'll have to figure out a way to make up for that going forward at some point. Yeah, but I, I mean, you know, so I know I'm not I'm not singular, I'm not the only one in this boat, but I know no. what it's like now, and it's like, and the, and the biggest thing, the problem with it was I expected, you know what I mean? We're going into this until this right. This new variant that starts with oh, I can never pronounce it. They just give them names just so that we can't. We have to spend the next week trying to figure out how to pronounce them. Um, right, right. I planned on going and seeing my grandkids and having a normal, half decent Christmas. The, pro- the biggest problem was not that they let me cook turkey anymore. I Uh-oh, mean, we that's right. don't. But I you're, gave up my you're since, Yeah, since since the exploding turkey, no one has allowed me to cook turkey. But. I dropped it off. And we dropped off part of the food earlier on in the week. Well, one, one, one of my kids is cooking the turkey, one's cooking the hams, one's cooking the other foods, and we all had parcels. We all had part. You better cook the right because that was what you were getting. You weren't yeah, getting it's, uh, it's, it's uh, some bad. There isn't a, there isn't a video. Think, <laughs> yeah, I'm not exploding turkey. <laughs> oh, it was the horror. There, there was turkey everywhere. I'm surprised the fire department didn't come. But the, the good thing about it, no one's asked me to cook turkey since then. You know, something to do with good. centigrade and Fahrenheit and, you know, who who knew? Yeah, yeah. well, at least now you're off the hook. You don't have to do it anymore. And it's good for everybody else as well. And that's no, probably why the fire department didn't show up. They, Pardon? They didn't want to get hit. That's probably why the fire department didn't show up. They didn't want to get uh, hit with shrapnel from the turkey. Yeah, no, that was on Christmas. <laughs> no, that was on Christmas. That was, how, that was um, Thanksgiving. Lucky we had a backup plan of curry. Yeah, that worked well. Okay, well, that's how what do you do? Tell me what you're doing. Well, you know, Paul, uh, it's, a, it's a new year. That means new possibilities, and that means people are thinking about selling their home, 
and you know what? And I know I say this every week. There's never been a better time, and it gets truer with each passing week, because the fact is, you know, one of the things that affects prices on a property is the supply factor. And there's just absolutely so little supply. That means people are getting top dollar. Well, now, what is that's going to change in the spring market? We don't know because none of us have a crystal ball. If you ever come across one, please let me know. Uh, yeah. But the fact is, there's never been a better time. So, you know, we, we take the stress out of it, Paul. We come to your place. We assess the value of your home. We do all the things that we have to do to get the house sale ready, okay? And this is where you come in, Paul. You help them declutter, declutter, declutter. Uh, you take away their stuff. You sell their stuff. You buy their stuff. They don't have to worry about that. This is a, a, a situation where people get overwhelmed at the thought of having to sell their house that they've been in 30, 40, 50, 80 years. You know, maybe it got passed on from generation to generation, and so much stuff got collected. Uh, which it, it can it can be overwhelming, and this is why we're here. We understand because this is what we do. Uh, we help people that are retiring or maybe want to downsize. And and like you were saying earlier, Paul, they're sitting on a lottery ticket worth millions of dollars. They deserve to cash in, um, get their couple of million bucks, and then we can help them buy their next house. Hopefully, one of ours. And as you mentioned, Paul, we have a couple of nice homes coming up in the very near future. We have one in Dunville. We have one in Ajax. We have one in Richmond Hill. Uh, they need to call. But the special one we want to talk about for this week, Paul, is that we have one at Royal York and Eglinton. Now, imagine telling everybody that that's where you live, Royal York and Eglinton. It's a really poshy area, nice area. But the best part, Paul, is that you can get into this property for a lot less than you think. It's a three-bedroom yeah. semi it's a lovely, lovely home. You know, it sits on a spectacular 150-foot deep lot. It has a built-in garage. Driveway will accommodate four cars, hardwood floors, modern kitchen with a granite countertop. Uh, you know what, Paul? People need to call and talk to them. You missed the biggest point. You missed the biggest point on this. And I catch it every day because I drive near there, but I'm driving by the schools. And there's 95 cars dropping off the kids. I, mean, I know when I right. was a kid, I think I got to ride to school twice. Okay? Right. In, in my right. In the was, entire was, time. Uh, as we've mentioned before, it was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. But the thing is, this one, you can look at your kids walk in the front door of the school. I mean, if right. they're in high school. The high school's only blocked away as well, but. In this case here, it's right across the street that you can watch. You can watch your kids. You don't have to drive them to school unless you're crazy. You want to, you know, cost you more in gas to start up your car than driving it because it's literally, I think, less than a hundred feet away. So you can right. watch your kids go to school rather than get in the car, bundle up, drive them, wait in that long lineup of people dropping off their kids, which is really. Right. I mean, I, I consider it like next to going to a parking lot at, at uh, Boxing Day at Yorkdale, the one of harrowing experience. But you can do that. And I got to say, that's got to mean something. Well, yes. If you're looking out like that and you don't, you can sit in the front window, have a mm -hmm. coffee in your hand, and watch your kids mm -hmm. go to a school. And the walk will do them good. Absolutely. I mean, now, uh, absolutely. I drive up, well, where I drive? I drive up Royal York. And mm -hmm. they're all saints. It's the Catholics, as but there's like 95 people dropping off their kids. Yeah, you know? it, it jams up the whole street for sure. 
And again, yeah. you, you can't, you know, it's the first thing people will ask me sometimes, are there schools nearby? So it's a huge feature, uh, especially for a young family, first-time buyers who have been having a difficult time getting into the market. And this mm-hmm. is where we come in, Paul. We help them get into this market. First of all, I don't even tell you the best part. We're going to be listing this property this week, and it's going to be priced at nine ninety nine. Now, come on. Are you kidding me? We're not joking. We're, we're not trying to pull anyone's leg here. Now, of course, we're going to be holding offers back for a week and see where, where we go with this thing. But at the end of the day, we're giving people a week to come and see the property. But they need to get in on it fast. They need to call us, either call you directly or they can call me. You know, I'm just going to give out my number really quickly uh, at 416-258-3972. I answer the phone or they can leave me uh, a message. Or they can call you directly on your private line, Paul. Uh, you know, we'll never miss the call, that's for sure. You'll get the call back. We'll make an appointment to come and see the property. And maybe they can get in, in there before the week is up if we can help them out that way. Now, Paul, the first-time buyer or maybe a downsizer. I mean, this house is the perfect house for someone that wants to sell their $2 million house and downsize, but still stay in a great neighborhood, Paul. I mean, just imagine Royal York and Eglinton. It doesn't get better than that, especially at the price point. Hey, wait a minute, Rick. If I'm downsizing, I'm downsizing to a place that doesn't have a gra- lawn. I'm serious. Yeah. This has got a lawn, <laughs> backyard. This has got everything. When I'm doing my down, when I finally do my downsizing, it'll be going mm-hmm. to a place where I am treated like a king. In fact, I'm treated like That's a true. king in this place by my wife, but I want yep. to be treated by, like a king by everybody. That's right. That's right. I mean, that's what you're used to now, right? You're treated like a king everywhere you go now. So why let it end? Well, here's the thing, Paul. We need room for that exploding turkey. That's the thing. So you still might want oh, that big backyard. If I had right? neighbors, boy, I would have gotten in trouble. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Rick. So, and we're going so to that's talk where we're about at. Happy New Year. Uh, happy New Year to all the listeners. And uh, give us a call. And we, you know, wishing the best to everybody. Have a great day, Paul. Thank you. We'll be right back with Robin. I mean, Robert. Uh, right after these um, friends of the show talk to us. And if you want to call through to us, 416-360-0740. Tell me that pen would become handy. 1-866, we're out of town, 740-4740. We'll be right back. The following is a paid program. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. The countdown is on to the grand opening of one of the largest consignment stores in Canada. Almost 13,000 square feet of space to auction, consign, and sell. 
Paul Kenny now has the room to carry and display a wide variety of items that you won't find anywhere else. Selling your home? Is it filled with stuff? Stuff you don't want? Paul will take care of everything. Call him at 647-298-8989. And check out his brand new, one-of-a-kind specialty store at 5 St. Regis Crescent North, Unit 4 in North York. Consignment Heroes, a division of Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. Okay, we're back in the live at the laundry room. Um, people don't believe it. it actually is the laundry room. If I was on, if we were doing a TV show, which we are going to be doing a TV show later on, you would see my washer and dryer. I don't know which one is which, but they're both in the same room side by each. So um, this is a show where you can find out what your stuff is worth. You can tell us a story. I just, even if you have a nice story about Christmas, you know, like anyone listening to this show knows that I believe that people are important. Stuff is not. Even though I'm in this, in this stuff business, it's the people behind it. And even even if, you know, you're, you're downsizing or you're thinking about later on, and I tell you, a lot of times, right, everyone, a lot of items have, I have a story behind them. And you should be writing down the story on it while you're still losing. Um, as we get older, sometimes we, we lose um, we lose the fact. But if you have an item that's especially an heirloom, and you might think it's important because, you know, it was Uncle uh, Harry who did it, but Harry ended up being a war hero or something else, and you have the story or the provenance behind it, you'll get more money for it. Or say that it was in a store. You, you stole it out of the gas station in 1923, and it was the gas station is now no longer there. There's a big condo there. People want to recapture yesterday's, uh, uh, you know, yesterday's heroes. I guess that's the right way to put it. Yeah. We want to, we want to remember stuff. We want to recapture our childhood. And that's why history is important. But it's more important if we write it down. Or, you know, you can say I told the story. But you got to write it down um, because as you tell the story more times, uh, I remember when we were in school, at the beginning of school, you tell one child and one kid in the class a certain word, and by the time it went to 30 people, the word had always changed. So it's better to write it down while you can remember it now. It'll help you get a better price. It'll help us conserve history. And even something you don't think is important, it'll help conserve history. But it's just my little thoughts on that because you look around the room and the items make you smile. You don't have to get rid of them today, but you should write about them. Whether you got that present from uh, Uncle, you know, Aunt Agnes in uh, in 1960 at a bridal shower or something like that, or someone went on a holiday and brought you back a picture of a um, sinking ship from inside the ship. That'd be special. On um, but, okay, I digress. We're going to go to Robert, because I said I was going to go to Robert, and I don't want to lie here. Robert, how are you doing? Not so bad, Paul. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you, and, and, and I'm going to say this. I'm putting my Happy New Year's in order right now. Happy New Year to all the frontline workers, and then you're second in line. Happy New oh, Year to well, you. Well, I was a frontline worker, so Pardon? I can get in that number one spot. Yeah, no, I, I think of them working on the, on the Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or New Year's Day. Or, That's right, yep. That's and what I, did. My hat's off. They are the heroes. It's not the guy in camo and his M16 or whatever it is and 
thinks he's a military hero or yells and screams. It's right. the guys who are selflessly going into work to save other people's lives and putting their own lives and he's on the front. They're on the front line. Yeah, well, I was. I was, I was a Toronto firefighter for thirty years, so okay. I guess that counts. Well, you're front line. My, you know, my daughter. She's about. I should. I don't know if I can tell you. She's about five four, and she right. got the firefighters course out of Texas. Oh yeah. And the the, the final picture was really funny because everyone's about six two, and she's five four, so it dips down, <laughs> and then everyone else is six two. You know. Yep. And she wore hats. My hat's off to her. She said, I want to do it. She didn't become a firefighter. But she went and did the course and passed it. You know? Sure. Yeah. So, good for her. Good how good. can I help you? Okay. Yeah. What I was calling about, um, several months back, I was at your old store on Young Street, and I was wanting to get information on a watch that I had. It okay. was the City of Toronto Boxing Championship, 1925. Oh, Yeah. You know, and, so this, and you had also history. mentioned that there was a lady whose father had a gym in Toronto at the same time, 1923. It was funny you mentioned 1923, the gas station. But he had opened this gym in 1923, and this lady was trying to get some history on what information she had. Now, are you able to tell me anything about this lady? or You know, that all happened. You write a couple just before we're moving. So I got to right. get the paperwork, and I'm. I told her I'd get in touch with her after we settled in. Right. Unfortunately, between Bell and some of the other things, it takes a, it takes yeah. an hour to do ten minutes work in this kind of blip in history. You yeah. know. Yeah. Whatever yeah. you're doing just takes longer to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. If, maybe she's listening today. She can call in. I know she was. It was really interesting the information she had, and like I said, I'm. Um, I'm always want to conserve some of the history because sometimes we all know when a building burnt down or something. It's all the individual businesses that thrived in Toronto right. that added to our history, and sometimes they only influenced their neighborhood, which might have been ten blocks. Right. Everyone yeah. there knew who it was, you know. Mm -hmm. But that I yeah. think is important because it, it makes up our whole story and. I don't know. I'm saying this wrong, but I just I'd like them to cons help conserve it. Right. And if they don't, yeah. I don't necessarily want them to donate because sometimes they donate to some of these places. All it does goes on the top shelf, and the place never sees light of day again. Sure. Sometimes sure. it's better to sell to a collector, and I'm only saying this because the collector will display it. Sometimes he'll put it in the top shelf as well, but they'll display it or they'll talk to other collectors about that find. Like even just what's happening right now is that you call me about the watch, she called me about the gym. If we can put it together, there might be some other people who will say, I remember that, or I remember this. Yes. I think it was down on College Street. And then okay. put the little story together, and and then you have when you have the items behind it that um, say this is what actually happened. Like the Hall of Fame, just like I say, the Hockey Hall of Fame, is supposed to do that. But all yes. they've done is they've commercialized and I don't get to see the older stuff. I've got, it's been a while since I've been in there. But it was all new, new, um, newer stuff that I had no interest in. I mean, the the same stuff that you could find in your local uh, sport check or something. Right. I yeah. want to see. I want to see what it was like in 1923. Yeah. I want to see what it was like in 19, you know, 60. And right, yeah. even some of the old photos and stuff. 
or even hear the stories about it, you know? Yeah, well, I, I do have photos. Uh, my uncle was also the heavyweight champion of Ontario in that oh, really? same era. And he won the British Empire Games in Hamilton in 1931, I believe, a silver medal. You so, know, like, there's, there's you information that I need to get and no idea where to get it. Yeah. I'd like you to call me during the week. Uh, anyone's listening and has some boxing stories or boxing history. A lot of people, I mean, everyone, if we say boxing, everything's George Chevalier right away. A yeah. gentleman who gave back to a lot of people. But there's yeah. more to boxing in Canada than um, just George Chevalier. My right. um, brother's wife's father was Archie King, who was a boxer. Right. And, uh, and even the story on that, and... You, you, he's no longer with us to tell the stories, and they kept some of the stuff. You know what I mean? But right. how many times yeah. you hear about this, the kids or the grandkids don't care, and they give away the stuff. Like, I, I always talk about that guy, um, the father passed, and then they had a Humphrey Bogart suit worth about 5000 and they gave it to a Sally Ann or oh, yeah. something like yeah. that. You know yep. what I mean? That's yep. something that should have been preserved. Even sure. if you've got, even if you sell it, donate it, keep it, there are people who want Toronto stuff, and just you know you had it. And if your kids don't want it, and today's kids don't seem to want a lot unless it's got buttons on it. Well, on, uh, I don't mean buttons you undo on your dress. I mean <laughs> buttons that work on a computer right. or something. Yep. Um, we have to do this. They will be sorry later on that they haven't, that we have not preserved history in the way that we should have. Yep, for but sure. Yep. That's what I'm trying to do, trying to get all the history that I can. No, but you know something, a lot of it is, and like I say, I'm happy to do this today, is if someone else is listening and their grandfather or their father knows a, a similar story, or right. if you connect up on it, mm-hmm. you well, don't know where the next little fact is going to take you. At you one time I, mean? I thought you had mentioned that Glenn knew a lot about the boxing history. Oh, Glenn Pye, yeah. glory days, yes, I deal with him a lot. And, um, no, Glenn is two things. Glenn's soft spots are probably the CFL. He doesn't make any money on it. Yeah. Um, and, but, and it, but he has a fantastic CFL collection right now for someone who wants CFL. And, uh, and boxing. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm yeah. both got, but Glenn and I are boxing guys. We're not, uh, I'm not MMA, whatever that mixed martial arts stuff. Right. My kids are. Um, and I know there's a lot of corruption and stuff, and uh, uh, in, uh, in the news, it was in the boxing. But it's still nice to find out what actually happened and not what we think happened. Right. Yes. You know I, never, I, mean? I never did uh, have a big conversation with my dad about his career in boxing. I think there was something that happened years ago that he just wanted to hide. He didn't want to bring that out. Yeah. Whatever it was. Yeah. Anyway, okay, I'll give you a call back. Uh, Sometime through the week at your new store, and uh, we'll see what's what's what. You know, Jeff, give me a um, talk to producer. Leave if you don't mind. Leave your number there. Because sure. What will happen is I'll run across the other number, and at a time where I don't have your number, and if okay. I had it, then I can just give you a call. And I'm going to talk to Glenn. I talk to Glenn every couple of days. Good right. guy knows his stuff. That's the best thing about it. Right. And. Right. Uh, he lived, he's been to like, I don't know, he asked him about Super Bowls. I think he's been to like 40 of them, 30. I mean, you know what I mean? 
yeah. and the World Series and stuff like that. He actually, there's a difference between like my, I think myself and people like Glenn. We touch it, feel it, know it. Other yep. people just see it on a computer and that's all they know. Yeah. There's a big right. difference between experiencing it. You know, it's like I said, you want to read about sex or have sex? <laughs> One's a lot better than the other. Yeah. I shouldn't say that on the show, but people understand what I'm saying. It's yeah. hard to describe unless you've actually seen it, you know, or been there. Yeah. Thank you okay. for the call. If you yes, want to I don't want to take up any more of your time. So, again, have a good day, and we'll from you. Thank you for the call. I'll hold on and speak producer. I love a call that makes me smile. Yeah, um, we're going to have to get to Howard and someone else in a minute because I have to talk about the Cheese Boutique. Not have to. I want to. They're great friends of the show, okay? They're down at 45 Ribs. I had a lot of this stuff over Christmas. I mean, and people brought the uh, little gift baskets or cheeses. They're at 45 Ripley. They're open again, okay? Uh, 416-762-6292. I'm waiting for my first complaint. There hasn't been one. Everyone has said it's gone down. They have said, and they do call me. People call me during the week and say, Paul, that was great advice. I saw stuff there that I would not have, I didn't even know existed. And this is where it's like the Disneyland of cheese. Can I say that? I don't know if I can get sued. No. They've got everything there, okay? And they have expert. You know when you go to some of these places, you go to a big box store, and you're trying to find something, and they got no one to help you? At the Cheese Boutique, they got people to help you that know what's going on. They know what's in the place. And... Uh, I've never, like I said, they're a great place for sauces that you can't find, vinegars, cheeses, um, mainly cheese. I guess cheese and cheese because that's their name. But they got and stuff that you didn't know that you could get here in Canada. If a lot of your big restaurants go there when they need a special cheese, um, they they just have everything. They they have they did a TV show about how much they. If you don't believe me, how much they know about cheese? Watch their TV show about cheese. Now, I can hardly believe, and, and it went on for six episodes, so they know a lot about cheese. And they know so much, they're having more episodes about cheese. So it's nice. We are blessed again. This is the nice thing about living in Toronto, um, is that we have one of the best cheese places in the world, I think, just for what they bring it in, the effort they put into it. And uh, Cheese Project, 45 Ripley Avenue. They will deliver. I don't know how long that's going to last during the past. During this blip in history, they are will deliver. And they're 416-762-6292, okay? And what we're doing here, I'm going to go to, um, we're going to get back to, we're going to John and Howard after these couple other words about friends of the show. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? 
The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. SouthworksAntiques.com. Let's make a deal. The countdown is on to the grand opening of one of the largest consignment stores in Canada. Almost 13,000 square feet of space to auction, consign, and sell. Paul Kenny now has the room to carry and display a wide variety of items that you won't find anywhere else. Selling your home? Is it filled with stuff? Stuff you don't want? Paul will take care of everything. Call him at 647-298-8989. And check out his brand new, one-of-a-kind specialty store at 5 St. Regis Crescent North, Unit 4 in North York. Consignment Heroes, a division of Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. Live from the laundry room, I'm Paul Kenny from Consignment Heroes, and we're back. Um, the number here is 416-360-0740 or 1-866-740-4740. If you have any questions on something you have at home, you want to conserve your little piece of history, you want to sell it, you want to downsize, or you're thinking about it, the time to call us in is not uh, after you sold your house and you got half your stuff, you don't know what to do with it because the real estate agent just came along, put a sign in the front, and then when it was coming to help you uh, take get rid of your collection, didn't help you at all. We're here to help you right from the beginning of when we do this. And I'm also here to advise you. So, I mean, all I just sold into auction. Yeah, you can put your furniture and some of your dishes if you want in auction. And some of you should get our advice. Like, you should never put your gold or silver into auction. Never. And you really, even though I have a consignment store, I advise people not to put it into consignment because they'll realize more money if they buy, they let us buy it from them. Not if they let other people. Like, I mean, there's a the guys down... Um, uh, the guys on radio are saying we pay the highest. I've never found them to pay more than 50% of your gold price. Never. Okay? And I've been to three different times and asking them and trying to get them up in price. And they say we pay the most. They're on that and they're saying it, but they're not. And the reason I'm saying this because, like, say you got $13,000 worth of gold, and that's what they get for you. You're going to realize 8000 of it. Now, if you have $13,000 of gold, it's probably more because it was bought by a dealer who's going to resell it for more and melt it or whatever it is. Um, if you brought $13,000 in gold into our place, you're going to get around 12000 okay? Because we work on a lot smaller margins. Instead of getting $8,000 out of auction, you say, oh, there's people bidding. But the problem is you forget that the auction house, now I'm an auction house too, and that's why I advise against gold and silver. If you want to bring me your Royal Crown, uh, Royal Crown Derby, Amari um, dishes, I'll sell them. You want to bring me in your Rookwood, I'll sell it. You want to bring me in your Art on the Wall, I can sell it. But gold and silver should be sold, and you should get a second opinion. Now, after you get your second opinion, even if it's the second one to me, take the higher one. That's a solid advice here. And you'd be surprised sometimes how many people don't do that right away. So we're going to go to... I'm sorry about uh, ranting for a minute, but it's important because I always run out of show. 
before I run out of stuff to talk about. Unbelievable as that is. Howard in Kitchener. How you doing, Howard? Howard? Yeah, I got a sore ear here. <laughs> oh, sorry. I wasn't yelling at your ear. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, no, just from holding the phone for an hour. Anyway, I got, this, I got two necklaces. Yeah. They're 14 karat gold. They're both very extremely heavy. Uh, the one is about 36 grams, apparently, and I didn't know what they're worth. I had it, I had it okay. appraised about 12, 14 years ago, and it was somewhere around $1,800 at that time. Okay, here's, here's the formula. I'm going, to, you're, I'm going to be talking about this later on the show, anybody, but I might as well talk, tell you now. Two things. Appraisal value, depends if there's little stones or anything in it, and it costs. The appraisal value is insurance, but they, um, they give you that value to work off. Normally... Well, well, um, absolutely. That's what replacement value would be. Yeah. Now, if you've got... How many grams you said it was? 36. So, what you should do is multiply 36 times 35.77. 35.77. Yeah. That's 14 karat gold. Yeah, that's what I'm going to pay you on that. I will pay you. Now, see here... I don't know what that... I should do it, but if I do that, it might wreck my phone, which is live from the laundry room. I'm really high-tech, and I'm calling... I'm doing the whole show through my phone. So 14 times, you go 35.77 times the 36, and yep. that's what I pay you. Now, yep. in a real gold, it's probably worth uh, 14 times about 40, 40, but we have to melt it, okay? Even if some necklaces will sell, but... It's generally not because if it's you had a well, they're both beautiful. Years. One is twenty inches long, and the other one's about twenty-eight or twenty-nine inches long. Well, that's what you'll get. We'll do the weight. We'll test it. You can bring it in. You get paid uh, right on that right that day. And okay, but I appreciate. It. I just didn't know it. what this the price was per it. gram. Now hold on a second. I want to say something because I say this on the show all the time. Even call. Call my buddy Oliver. Just find out what he pays you over the phone. Okay? He won't tell you anyway. But then you go down there. That's why I give these prices out every week because some people, they don't know when they're going to melt their gold. Yeah. And I tell people, you happen to have the weight. I tell people, go get one of those uh, little scales that weighs your blueberries, and that will give you an approximate weight of what you have. Because there was a guy the other week, and he sold around $4,000 in gold. For $600, he thought that was a lot. Any idiot, sorry, any idiot that comes into your house and doesn't weigh your gold, if he comes into your house, there's two things I want about this, and he doesn't weigh it, do not sell it to him. He's yeah. guessing. He's not guessing but, in your favor. He's guessing in his favor. Do not. Yeah. Do not. How many times? Yeah, I got one more question enough? for you. Pardon? I Go said ahead. I got one more question. Yeah. Borgart's on assignment. Uh, do you ever get assignment. to see him anymore? Pardon? It's been over I two do. years now. He's been on assignment. If I can't tell you, if I tell you, I have to kill you. Sorry. Oh, it's just a it's just, it's just a long time that he's been on assignment. <laughs> Bogart, he, no, he's also got um, he's got a uh, baby boy, and uh, he's actually been um, quarantined for the last while. But he is um, he's safe, he's healthy, and well, he's, that's good, and he's happy. Okay. I haven't heard from him for a long time. Thank you. I, I appreciate your help. Thanks. No problem. No problem. Okay. 
Yeah, I can't overemphasize that. The person comes in your house, and you, a person comes in your house, ask them for their visible. You want to see that they've been vaccinated. I know of one of these housebreakers. I call him Brush to Cut Bill, and he goes around, and uh, he's not vaccinated. That is completely wrong. That shouldn't be done because a lot of our clients out there are 50, 60, 70 years old, 80, and we are um, susceptible to diseases. And anyone who's not vaccinated is, is, is just doing the wrong, wrong thing. I don't care if you're not vaccinated you're on Baffin Island. I don't care about those people, okay? I care about the people here in Toronto that are spreading the disease. You know, if you have a bucket and you have 10 holes in it, it's not a bucket. The government's trying to fix this. If you fix, it's like a sieve. If you have a bucket and you repaired eight of the holes, now you still don't have a bucket and you don't really have a sieve. Both of them are not really good. And you've gone to, you have to do the complete thing here. I don't want to have people who are not vaccinated going to people's homes. You know, one, just, you got to be careful. I want you to ask. I want you to be, I want you to get two opinions, but I don't want the opinions to come from a person who's not vaccinated. Uh, that's just my little rant for the day. Okay, I'm going to go to Harriet in Toronto. Harriet, Hi. how are you doing? I'm not going to Harriet. Hello. Harriet, how are you doing? Good, and you? Happy New Year. This Thank year you, and a healthy, happy. happy New Year to you. If you're healthy, everything else as well. <laughs> yes. I have two questions for you. Yep. One, I want to know if you have any call for Mahjong sets. Yeah, the Bakelite ones or the old bone ones? The Well, it's from back in, 19, in the 1950s that was bought. Yeah, now people will collect them. The Bakelite ones got the great colors. In fact, I'm going to run out of time today. I was going to talk about Bakelite radios. And but I'm not going to get to do it today. So the Bakelite Monjons or the bone ones, the problem with the bone, if they use ivory, we can't get it across a border, okay? That's where your problem. But people collect Mahjong sets anywhere between $100 and $2,000, $3,000, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, if you got them in the 50s, unless you got it as an antique back then, but suppose you got like a... That's said, like, you know, same way as you'll buy Monopoly games. Uh, you buy Mahjong. It's very popular around the world. Um, and uh, it's still collectible, especially some of them have the, uh, the, the ones where you have secret compartments in the boxes. It'll all depend. Now, you can send me a picture. I should be saying this a lot earlier in the show. Now, this is where pens and paper will come in real handy for people. You can send pictures to T, the letter T. Okay, I'll have to have help with that. I'll have to get one of my kids to help oh, me no, with I'm that. Not I'm not very good. What about pocket watches? Pocket watches generally have passed their time. I'm talking to you on a phone right now that everyone's using as their watch or their clock. Okay? So mm-hmm. the pocket watches will be, if they are gold-filled, they've still got some gold, but 90%. Like if it's an if it's a Waltham or a, a mass-produced watch in a gold case, its chances of lasting more than ten minutes in my store are nil. Okay, the gold is to usurp the value of the watch, and unless it's special that you know somebody won the Olympics or it was a given a gift for a special event, and even those people are reluctant. 
to pay the money because the gold in it might be fifteen hundred, two thousand, three thousand. A lot of people don't know much gold in these watches, especially if it's on the old hunter's case. So this is why when you bring it into a place, if we ask permission, we can take it apart. We can you can remove the guts. Uh, the works, and we can tell you approximately what gold we're going to pay you on it, okay? Anyone just takes a watch and says, I know what this is, they might not be telling the truth, okay? You want to know what the gold value is and what the value is online. And unless it's a good, good make, you know, like Rolex or uh, Omega or something like that, and even they don't really get the value, your gold is probably what it is, what the value is going to be. Now, we gold fill. When you look in the back, I'm going to run out of time here, I can tell. Um, when you look in the back, if it says guaranteed gold or something like that or warranted, it's generally gold fill. It has to say 14 carat or 18 carat, and it's probably going to be on the back in the second door in, as I call it. Okay? Okay. Now, I didn't see any markings on the back. No, no, but you have, we have to know. You have to really look into it. Now, here's the other thing. It's generally, if it's gold, uh, two-thirds approximately, but not exactly, is going to be the works. And if it's 18-karat gold, it might be 50%. So there's a lot of variables. We have a gemologist and a person who takes apart watches on our staff. But we'll always ask you in advance. We'll give you approximates, and then we'll give you an exact. Okay? And it will tell you if you should or should not melt it. This is some things that we do in when cards or comics or something like that. People bring in stuff, they say, shall I get this appraised? And I said, no. No, don't do it. It's not worth it. You know what they It's only worth $60 or something. We actually, this is the biggest advice we go when we go to houses. Number one, we tell people not to spend $300 fixing their $50 clock. We tell people, do not fix your watch until you find out what it's worth for sure. And we can give you the gold and silver prices on what it is. And that is where we really come in, in our advice. I mean, I the lady, I keep on talking. She spent 50 or 60 hours uh, giving me a list of $40 worth of records. Not well, time well spent. We tell you when we come in what you should. We give you advice. Whether you take it or not, we cannot, you know, we, we can't have nothing over that. We try and tell you what you should be doing. Okay? Okay, I'm getting a little call here. So Thank you. I'm, thank you. I hope I helped a bit. You can bring it into my store. We will help you. And you don't have to sell it to us. We'll just tell you. We don't mind that, okay? Okay, John in Toronto, thank you very much for Harriet. John in Toronto, I got to yes. give you she got me a short, quick answer here because I got to get my gold silver prices. What's up? Right. Okay. Happy New Year, Mr. Kenny. Happy New Year. Um, I have some old um, uh, oak beer uh, barrels, and they've got uh, the old 60s vinyl uh, blue and orangey color seat covers on them. And I was wondering if they'd have any kind of value. Okay. Now, here I get a chance to send up my pick. Yes. It's mainly designer, and I think I can find homes for these right away. We ever do. We also handle like old liquor bottles that are still full. But you gotta send me off a picture to T. Copy this down, or and or you can call me during the week. I'll give you my phone number and I'll give you my, my emails right now. Well, I do have I do have your uh, cell number, so I could I could uh, okay. send you the pictures through, through that. No, no, but I want to give out this T. I want to give out this for other people who want to send in too. 
you know, oh. I'm hoping you're not the only one listening to me right now. <laughs> so I want to send it off to T Gold Silver Coins at gmail dot com. Gmail dot com. you can send me a picture during the week and uh but yes, you should call me right away. These will have direct these will have um collector value. You know, even the old um Remember the old wine ones with the woven uh, baskets and the big bottles? They could fill them with coins. You could never lift them. They're oh, about yeah. two yeah. feet high. Yeah. yeah, even those do as well. So, yes. Uh, okay. Please, and yeah. if you didn't catch the email, everyone should be, my number in the store is 905-737-2000. Fine, okay. Right. Okay. Super. Have it. Good. Old. Thank you very, very much for the call. But definitely call me during the week on this. We can help you. Okay. Absolutely. Great. Okay. Thank Happy you. Happy New very Year much. to you and your family, and all the best coming up. Likewise. So, thank you. We didn't get the chance to talk about the the radios. I'm going to talk about radios next week and about the radio and TV museum right at Jefferson, which um, Moses Zimmerman Zoomer TV. Um, have that museum right down at their studios. I think it's open again next week. Um, I want to talk about the gold and silver prices. Is August. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, here, copy this down, because I know sometimes, and tell your neighbor, tell your friends, those guys going around to these little legions and hotels and buying stuff, like I was here last week, they were offering $5 for silver dollars. $5. That's criminal. Not criminal. I guess they're all right, allowed to make money, but they don't have to retire on every one deal. Gold, 10 carat, 2609. 14 carat, 3653. So, what you'd be doing, that person, if you had 20, carat, 20 grams of 14 carat, you'd have $720. 18 carat gold is $1,047 per gram. Okay? Now, silver is fifteen seventy one per dollar. Now, those old guys who go around to all those, uh, um, wherever they're going around to the legions and um, hotels and, you know, Charlie's Basement or wherever they're going, they're paying $5. That's wrong. Fifteen seventy one. This is not what it's worth. This is what we're going to pay you. I don't, I'm allowed to make money, too. Uh, silver gram is $0.71 cents a gram for nine two five, And... Sixty-two cents for eight hundred, because a lot of these places, oh, it's eight hundred. We're, we're going to pay a bit twenty cents a gram. It's worth sixty-two cents a gram. So this is why I'm getting second opinions. You're allowed to call me or my store right when you're in trying to sell it. Tell them, ask them. If they can't tell you what carrot it is, and they can't tell you how much it weighs. Don't run, walk out of that store. Run out of that store. And if they give you a price of three hundred, and you turn around and say, I don't know. And then they give you 600 Again, do not walk out of the store. Run out of the store because you don't know when they're going to start. Okay? We give our prices right away. And we'll give them to you over the phone. And you're allowed to compare. I'm proud of my prices. Any guy won't give you the price over the phone. What's he hide? But that's just me. So we pick up. We also buy silver plate. And I want to give, I know the last word. Thank you for letting us in your homes this last year. I want to thank all the frontline workers. Thank them. And uh, please give us a call if you're thinking about downsizing. And again, thank you for listening. You're all. Good day. 
This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.